Warning! The following podcast contains mature subject matter and coarse language. Listener discretion is advised. There. I warned you. Don't sue me. I just thought that you should know. I just thought that you should know. Hey everybody, welcome to this. This is what you came for. Welcome to this week's episode of the Overthought Podcast, where we all try to not talk over each other. As always, I am co-host and producer Adam. With me this week, co-host Zach. Recurring guest star, Nikki. I don't know what I am, but I'm Jess. (laughs) You are fabulous. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice. Are, are we starting with my thing, or are we going to start with... Your well, thing? yeah, I want to start... Uh, start Zach, Zach sent me a cryptic message yesterday, just saying that he knew exactly what he wanted to talk about on the podcast, but he wouldn't tell me what it was because he wanted my reaction to be genuine. Okay, oh, so here's the problem, because I'm just realizing this now, but the people listening aren't going to have any context to this. Is there any way you can give context in a fairly succinct manner? Yeah. Okay. Uh... In fact, I'll get to it when I actually read uh, what I what well what 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 I found and what I wanted to talk about. So, uh, you guys watch porn? Everybody watches porn. Yeah, you guys like porn. Yeah, yeah, cool. That this this popped up. Uh, <clears throat> mothers create ethical adult film for their children to watch after learning the effects of watching hardcore films. Uh, okay. Now, I took this as four mothers were like, well, our children can't be watching this porn. Let's go make film some, make some, some and, porn? and to make sure that they watch good porn. Yeah. I thought you were just describing the, the, the title of the porn. Sex Education. What's that? <laughs> sex Education the, on Netflix. It's a British comedy series that you. I think you'd actually like. Oh, but, uh, sorry, I, no. I, no, I, I have no idea. It's a coming of age, coming uh-huh. of, age of um of a porn star. No, this this kid in high school who does or whatever they they call. I don't know. I, I, it's whatever you go to after you complete your owls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is but this, Harry his, Potter? But his his mom... Is that not how the British education system works? He completed his owls, now it's time to learn the broom. That actually <laughs> is something from Harry Potter. Actually, it's Newts. Newts is the next level after owls. Thank you very much. <laughs> Your face. Anyway. so Anyways, his, his mom is a sex therapist, and that kind of really messed with him. And he ends up being like the sex therapist at high school, like unofficial sex therapist, so... But okay. it's a good show. All right, all right. I, no, it, uh, his his mother's played by Jillian Anderson from X Files. Ooh, okay. Now, who, now, now well, I'm interested. Who, who well into sex well into her fifties, still ridiculously hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, she's she's a she's a good looking lady. Anyway, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, I'm trying right. to. So uh, I'm actually curious. So when. So, uh, mothers so, create ethical porn. So what do you guys? What's the first yeah. thing you guys picture when you hear that? It's like ca- the most Catholic porn. It's like the sheep porn. I don't know. Oh, you know like, what I'm talking about? Like, did you say sheep? Sheep. Like the hole oh. in the sheep. Oh, like, oh, know? wow. Oh. Yeah. So like everything's covered, but there's the hole in the like sheep. Like Hasidic Jew sex. Yeah. Okay. Like in that Family Guy episode, that's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> I think it's, uh, I mean, for lack of a better term, I think it's uh, PC porn. 
So it's like, yeah, as, yeah, like as politically correct as possible. Like you actually I watch them go through you? all the steps of yeah. Oh my god! You, it's they, oh don't don't say that. Don't fucking I know, say that. I know, yeah. I know, I know. You go through like they show them going through know. all the steps of consent, respect respectfully removing each other's clothing. It, you know, and what then it, having a semi pleasurable missionary only sex. Like kind of like uh, protection. Do you ever yes. see under the eyes of God? Um, They're married for the sole purpose of procreation. Both the men and the women wear a condom. Weird. I think it. I think that just looped around into like fetish porn. Uh, are we? Are, is ethical porn gonna become a fetish? How does a woman wear the condom? The, there are female condoms. That that is a thing. Oh, I think you're talking about a male. I think you're talking about That's that, Jessica. A dental dam is something entirely. Yeah, different that's not the same. Condom. I was gonna no, say. No, no, no. No, they're they were they were never particularly effective or comfortable, so they are not in common use now. But they did exist for a while. Shit, I didn't know that. I um, thought you were talking about just a, a woman trying to wear a dude's condom. No, no. But like, dudes I, I, don't have aim that good. So I I was reading through it and it it, it touched upon a couple things. So it said that uh, where where was it? Uh, so so th- this is actually uh. A channel for documentary, like a three-part documentary. Okay. Oh, really? So it's not, as far as I can tell, it's Sorry, not that, where is this in England? Yes. Okay. So it's not that these mothers are actually going to star in this porno and then make their kids watch it. Thank no, no. Uh, which is, I mean, when you first read it, like, I, I think that's how they kind of drew you in because I, I read that I was like, what, what? Uh. Because, I mean, I know that the first thing anyone thinks of when they think of porn is their mother. Uh, Gross. So, here we go. Uh, Several scenes were created in response to what mothers felt was an abundance of rape-based content, which has become popular in internet porn searches along with incest fantasies, violence, and other extreme sexual situations. Okay, that actually, that doesn't seem unreasonable. (laughs) No, okay, so that's why. This article actually end up a making me really interested in this documentary and yes. b actually like as far as what it's trying to say makes a lot of sense to me uh and i think that there is a couple reasons for it uh i think that with how the internet is and how readily available like every possible type of pornography is under the rainbow i believe that people end up chasing the dragon like what's new is different and different yeah. is exciting so that that's actually why kind of leading to escalating behavior yeah uh i i think it's in the same realm as like you, you know how like when our parents were kids if they heard about a murder on the news or a shooting on the news that that was big shit yeah like that was bad stuff and it it was like the the world was ending we hear about 10 shootings a day and i don't know about you guys i basically don't care because i also almost walked walked into one like jessica almost was part of a shooting it i i would obviously care about that and i did care no i know but it's someone personally connected but it's like as a general but idea though when columbine happened 20 years ago the world stopped for a week when the shooting in New Zealand happened, everybody took notice for, like, 12 hours and then just went on with their lives. Yeah, because how... 
Because if we, we're, if we're we at, were like, to, if one we were, shooting every three... Look, if we were to break ourselves down and sit and cry and destroy ourselves every single time that happened, it it would never end. It would be every single day we would all be miserable. Okay? It's like that South Park episode. It, 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 it honestly kind of is. Then what's, uh, what's her name? Stan's mom is the only one who cares and she, like, freaks out. So yeah. there's a string of school shootings in South Park and only one of the parents cares, basically. All the others are like, well, yeah, then this was going on. Um, obviously we're not, like, at that point, it just... No, I mean, there, there is a, there are, it's a much more complicated argument than that, because yeah. the breaking down and crying part isn't productive, but the apathy that most people have to it is also not productive. I'm, I'm just saying that it's no surprise why that apathy is developed in this day and age. Just like... Yeah. yeah. Just like in porn, you know, maybe once upon a time, oh, oh my god, is that... Fucking showed her ankles, bro. Bro, she showed her ankles. Yeah. And nowadays, it's like you know, primetime television has ankle porn. Yeah. Far worse than that. <laughs> all in <a> tizzy. And <laughs> even beyond that, you know, like seeing a pair of tits anymore. It's yeah, it's it's good stuff. It's just that it's it, it's all that desensitization. Uh, I like, I don't think that it's. Can any, I? Is it? Is it, uh, what's the verdict on Game of Thrones spoilers? Uh, no. No spoilers? No. Okay. Vetoed. Uh, however, there are boobs in Game of Thrones. Um, A lot more than boobs. Yep. There's boobs, there's dicks, although only flaccid dicks. Because there's really there's only a double dicks? Yeah, it's a double standard thing. Uh, there's a couple dicks in, uh, did you ever watch Spartacus? Oh, well, Spartacus is interesting because, uh... Uh, Spartacus is on is a is on the uh, U.S. network Stars, yeah, yeah. which up until a few years ago, Spartacus was actually the, their first premium cable show. Before yeah. that, it was a softcore porn channel. Huh. I, I, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, I remember that. But uh, is it like Diaries of a something? Yeah, nymph of something. If uh, girl something. and then they just like <laughs> as as uh, premium cable got more popular, they just started making their own original content. But they are definitely more risque when it comes to sex than even a lot of the other premium cable networks. Interesting. Are. Like HBO is much more about the violence. Oh, the violence. Okay. Whereas Stars is much more, more about acceptable than sex. In America, it is, yeah, yeah. But uh, if I don't know if you happen to like Lucy Lawless slash Xena, maybe go check Spartacus out. You might. Is it actually? It actually is a good show. It uh, is a genuinely good show. It, it's sad because the uh, the lead actor yep. died of leukemia after they finished the first season. Yep. Sure. So they essentially had to change uh, everything. Yeah. It it sucks because oh man that for, I I've only watched the first season. That was but actually it's like a. 10 out of 10 first season. I think it's fantastic. Spartacus is also, uh, that was the, that show had the breakout role for, uh, Mano oh, Bennett to yeah, play Deathstroke yeah. in yep. Arrow. Yep. And Pretty sure you get to see his dick in it too, so ladies, go check that out. Ladies. He was a good Deathstroke. He was a good Deathstroke. Despite some of, the, like, the weird plot stuff, he was still, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think he did the best with what he could. He was also good in The Hobbit, no matter how hard Peter Jackson tried to ruin that. Never saw it. Don't bother. And uh, I'd never say that in front of Chris, but I think the three Chris Hobbit movies are not Chris would never listen to this podcast, no. so... Watch so, this be the only one. I, I don't know, I, I, I guess I wanted to talk about the fact that, like, these weird fetishes and niches are 
in fact growing and are becoming, let's say, I, I don't want to say normalized, but can behind I, closed doors normalized. Can I offer a counter-argument? Mm, sure, I'm not sure I'll agree. No, 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 no. I, it's not, I'm not saying you're wrong. Oh. I, something to keep in mind when it comes to pornography is that we have some, we've had something for the last five years that did, is huge in terms of, uh, like not just the, not just internet porn, but the porn industry as a whole, uh, which is Pornhub. Pornhub is the largest single centralized website for pornography. Yeah, I mean, I've never heard of it. I mean, like, <laughs> like really, you but you remember you remember what it was like when you we were younger when you'd find internet porn. There were hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of different websites. Pornhub. Okay, un unironically, do you do you want to know what I did? I'd go home and type in Britney Spears naked. Yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. I think no, I think also, that's I think that's how a lot of kids our generation probably started looking yeah. up porn because the only people we know are celebrities. Yeah. Also, when I started dating Zach, I found his drawer of porn porn DVDs that were from like ten years cut ago. Cut that out, please. <laughs> okay, I'll cut that out. Uh, so essentially, Pornhub or just bleep her. It's funnier when she when when you bleep. Pornhub did for porn. <laughs> what YouTube did for video sharing. Yeah. Because when you think about video sharing before YouTube, it was similarly spread across the board. There were like to the point where they were like, well, well, hang on, there, there, were, there were a few, there were actually. A few there, there was RedTube, there was Pornhub, there was... But nothing... I mean, I, I don't know. Ever I guess, gotten you gotten want to bleep me, but you're going to list all these porn sites and you don't care. Pardon? Nothing's got ever gotten comparable in size to Pornhub. That's what he said. Not even YouPorn or RedTube? Those were pretty big. RedTube... Was, was probably big. the closest. Yeah. But the other thing is that uh, unlike uh, a lot of those other websites, Pornhub has really gone heavy on marketing itself outside of the normal, for lack of a better phrase, porn community. Mm -hmm. Like they've they've gone as far as having uh, transit advertising, television yeah. advertising, advertising on non-porn websites. Yeah. All That's of which fair. has been whoever does their marketing does a great job. Yeah. Wasn't but there a the guy other who's thing, just like, have some water after you, <laughs> like just making sure people stay hydrated. Yeah, what? actually, they oh, had there, nice. there was one year where they about? they had I forgot because this was at uh, there was a guy who posted pictures on Reddit. There was one year where at conventions they had people handing out uh, Pornhub water bottles. <laughs> okay, I do remember that actually. Well, I, yeah, well, I, I wasn't there, but I I know of it and like I kind of there was also like a guy who was making videos and. I think it was on Pornhub, and it was just yeah. like, make sure you have some water after <laughs> you. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> okay, so but I'm not done yet. All right, because this is this is where we get into the the crucial part of uh, my point here. I, I do want to go back to these four moms. Though. Oh, we, we will. Okay. We will. I don't worry. You can give them all the attention they want. Sorry. Oh, uh, one of them is <laughs> actually genuinely hot. Go go on. I, <laughs> Pornhub gives us something that has. Something that, in another context, on another website, has changed the way we look at each other as human beings, and it essentially changed all of human society, and that's analytics. I think that all of these fetishes, all of these vices, mm -hmm. have more or less existed to the same capacity and have been popular to a similar capacity long before now. It's just... 
now we actually have statistical evidence of it. It's like, have you ever read uh, No Country for Old Men? No. Uh, the point of both the book and the movie is that it challenges this perception uh, that America has become a more violent and uh, lawless country over time. Oh, that, that it's it was always, always been this bad. Mm-hmm. It's just now with mass media and with the internet, we can hear about it instantly. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I think there is a good chance. I think because of that greater public awareness, more people who otherwise wouldn't have thought to search those kind mm-hmm. of porns are searching it, but... I don't think any of that type of porn, at least, is a new trend. Well, let's make this argument. Let, let's say that someone, uh, let, let's take the, I, I think you and I could probably agree that the worst possible type of porn, aside from maybe a snuff film, would be child porn. Yes. Do we agree on that? Yes. Okay. So, let's say that someone manages to track it down and then goes out and commits a crime based now, I obviously... Well, I mean, you don't even have... Tracking it down is a crime. It, yes. What I'm saying is that, obviously, someone who would actually go out and do something like that would probably find an excuse to commit a crime either similar or otherwise regardless. But I think there's something be, something to be said of being exposed to it, possibly fast-tracking or... Um, uh, what, what's the word? Um, uh, Accelerating the process? Yes. Uh, there's an interesting... Uh, I don't know if it was his final interview, uh, but it was an interview with Ted Bundy. Uh, this isn't based off the Netflix No, show but I actually... I, I remember you sending me to yeah. this, because this interview was before the Netflix... Uh, like it, way, was, way, way, yeah. way. Like, th- well, this he, was, this interview... A long ass time ago, because uh, this I think this interview was this was recorded like a year or two before he got the he death passed penalty. away. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm saying passed away. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was executed in uh, 1989. Okay, so uh, what what he basically says now they they ask him what do you think is the number one contributing factor, I guess to to you or people like you with regards to Ted Bundy uh, you know going out and actually doing uh, what you did and what he said was I believe that it is pornography addiction he said that uh, effectively he believed that you know it it was just something where you you fantasize and fetishize and it it just gets so inflamed that eventually you hit a point where you're either going to do it or not so this is essentially kind of like at the root this is back to the age-old argument of nature versus nurture i guess so uh although nurture it's it's a little different yeah Yeah, because normally when people present that argument it's specifically about parenting whereas this is Nurture, in this case, would involve not only parenting, but also the things you I, do as, as an adult. I will not name any names or get into this part. You can even cut this part out if you want. Uh, but I did previously know someone who was murdered as a child, and the person who did it basically 
hours beforehand was looking at child porn. And that's what leads me to believe that maybe if he hadn't had that available to him, perhaps that person's life would still be intact. It's, it's a stretch. I'll say that. But I, I can't help but wonder if, uh, I think it's about the possibility, I guess. I think for me, it, I would use an argument similar to the argument that comes up around a lot of mass shootings and specifically around school shootings. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, we were both, we would have been, I would have been seven years old when Columbine happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, seven or eight. And, uh, every time one of these shootings happened for a long time, it always came back to video games. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, or in the case of Columbine, it came back to video games, Marilyn Manson, and The Matrix. Now, The Matrix, there was a specific tie because they specifically dressed in combat boots and black trench coats. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Uh, and I think, at least my personal opinion, mm-hmm. is that I think the kind of people who are capable of that sort of violence have always been capable of it. Yeah. I, I agree. But that outside things can influence them. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the case of, in the case How of the two... How they do it. Yeah. But the, I think the two Columbine shooters would have murdered people eventually. They would have committed acts of violence eventually. It just... The circumstances of where they were and the media they were consuming and finding each other influenced that. I, I think the stance that I take when it, when it comes to that, because I, I also agree with that as well, uh, is that I guess had had these things at least, I mean... Had they been t- less accessible? It, had they been less accessible, maybe what they... Maybe they would have started smaller. Yeah. Maybe something would have happened to be able to nip it in the bud but before... But what if they, they did start small already? Uh, as far as I know from the history, I've done a couple projects on it. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, as far as I know... Maybe they never got found out. It like, it's like that, that thing with serial killers where they kill animals. Yeah, but first. all most serial killers, they can trace that back to them. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just that a lot of times they're from families that are completely ill-equipped to actually, you know, realize yeah. that there's something up with their kid. And... A lot of times, I mean, I'm not a parent, but I imagine that if your kid was starting to behave like that, you would really not want to see those signs. Probably as well. Yeah, like when, when, whenever they interview parents of the people who do these kind of things and they say, oh, well, I had no idea. Yeah. It's like, I think maybe on some level you did, and this is just a form of denial. Yeah. And I can't really blame you for that like look D- dylan clubbled and that other idiot i can't remember his name i'm bleeping uh, their names what i'm bleeping their names go for it uh yeah, okay what the two idiots from columbine i'm actually uh, surprised you remember their names i that was considering how long ago it was yeah um like as to my knowledge neither had any sort of previous criminal record i don't think that they no, were no they did good not. or 
bad students. I think that they, they were, were by from the outside they were fairly normal suburban teenagers. Yes. And I I don't know. I I guess the where all of this comes back to my my initial point is that at at first, you know, I I read this and I was like, well, th this is insane. What what are these four women doing? But then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? I I kind of respect the idea of at least trying to make sure that it's as safe as possible for their children yeah. to experience. And it's... I, I would hope that kids would get, like, a more realistic... Well, look, and here, here's ...idea the of what sex is like. The... the see, I, I'm of two minds there, because I also see porn as an art form. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, there's, that... the, there's the fantasy aspect to it, but when kids... When their only exposure to sex is mm. porn... And like finding well, and it, and like I think this is that kind of that's what I respect about it. I respect that these four moms are acknowledging reality mm -hmm. that yeah. their kids are going to see e pornography exactly yeah. so that if they so that they want them to consume it in a healthy way. Yeah, because it, it's like I can imagine a frustration with like violent minds or whatever. Yeah. Like those t who tend to that it they experience sex for the first time after watching violent porn. Mm -hmm. There's like that sense of yeah. Oh, this is not what I imagined it's, it to exactly, be, and yes. that creates a frustration. Um, but it's kind of just like if you know the difference, mm -hmm. then that could that could make the yeah could, could make the difference. It was like know? like my my parents' philosophy is that they would they showed me R-rated movies when I was fairly young because they could be there to explain the context of what I was seeing. Wow. I wonder what that's like. It was... It, well, the, the thing is, is that it's something that I didn't really understand as a kid, but now as an adult, I really get it, and I'm really glad it happened. Because not only am I much more capable of making that separation between the fantasy that's in movies at every level versus reality, I have... I grew up with a... Okay, well... Health, healthier relationship with violence and that sort of thing in some ways. Uh, my parents didn't... We didn't really talk about pornography when I was younger, but my mom's general approach to pornography and uh, drinking was that... Uh, I'm Especially because she worked for public health. Yeah, right, uh, right. She always made sure there were condoms in the in the bathroom cabinet. And when it came to drinking, she was like, if you are going to drink, I'd prefer you and your friends do it here. That way, at least I know you're all here and I know you're all safe. Right, right, right. So it's like, it's not, the middle ground seems like a healthy place to be. And it feels like that's what they're aiming for. They're, yeah. not, they're not telling their kids, hey, just do whatever you want. Yep. Fuck, watch this, watch that, whatever. But they're also not saying you can't watch what? this. What? Porn doesn't exist. You can't look that because up. I don't, How dare you? I don't think <laughs> like, either approach is healthy. No. I think the middle ground is... I mean... you. It's like Nikki was saying. Like, if, you can ex, if you can find a way to at least get people watching porn to understand yep. that context, that while it is an art form, it is fantasy in a lot of ways. It, 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 or, it is. I, I, I don't disagree. I'm just saying that... 
I see the industry as an arts-related industry, yeah. to be perfectly frank. Oh, I, uh, I even, not just like in terms of the form itself, but definitely in terms of money, you cannot argue that porn is illegitimate compared to films no. or video games or television. Up until video games, porn was the most profitable entertainment industry on the planet. Yeah. I... And to it, you know, you cover your ears now, Mom. Uh, <laughs> you know, different stars and actors and that have different talents. Yeah. It, like, some are better at certain things than others. Uh, I, I just... Uh, To be perfectly honest, I feel like if there's anywhere that really needs an overhaul when it comes to, like, showing what it's really like, I, I kind of think that it would be, like, mainstream movies and shit like that. Oh, yeah. I think Definitely. those are much... Like, the fact that they are far more... Even more readily available than porn somehow, uh, but also seen by a far, far, far larger audience, like... I would also argue that uh, mainstream movies do something that is more destruct it's specifically more destructive to young women and also to young men to a certain degree than porn right they set they set uh they often seem to portray very unhealthy relationships as being perfectly normal yep twilight uh the whole like baffling obsession with harley quinn and joker's relationship in suicide squad even movies that seem innocent, like this uh, this Netflix movie that came out last year called The Kissing Booth, which okay. again has the same problem. It it the male romantic interest is just an asshole to her the entire movie, and of course naturally she ends up with him and just falls head over heels for him. And yeah, this it makes is total sense. And this is a lot of Hollywood movies. A lot of Hollywood movies normalize this behavior, and I think for I think especially if... for kids, that's can yeah. be way more destructive than porn. Yeah. Especially the, like, I think the the best friend trope is also really yeah. difficult just because it's, like, it's cute when best friends get together after a while, but it's also, like, it's okay if they don't, if they're just friends. And there's there's a lot of, like, you know, but, people who kind okay, of... Okay, uh, this is actually something that I have gone through. Uh, the whole best friend trope is... 99% bullshit, because most of the time, people don't want to date their best friends. No. Weirdly also, enough. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, I, I will say that for a great deal of my high school career, that trope fucking ruined me. Yeah, like, it, yeah. it just, yeah. it creates the unrealistic yeah. expectation. 100%. Yeah. And then it also, like, it kind of makes, like, women kind of doubt, like, yeah. their guy friends, like, in like, what do you want? Yep. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, it's like... Part of the reason that I had that like 75% of my friends in high school were girls is that unlike most of the guys, they felt comfortable about me because they knew I was into guys. So it's like they didn't feel like I was going to be constantly hitting on them or looking at their boobs or objectifying them. And I think it, it's like uh, in addition to setting that what you were talking about, that best friend trope, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you're right. It, it does set that kind of expectation for women that they have to keep their guard up because they never know if I mean, a, someone, know a guy is just friends with them. Yeah, yeah. We know people who, who for for better or for worse, we know both sides that like have a problem with being friends with people of the other sex. 
Yeah. You know? That's so weird, though. And it's almost like, I think there is a... When I I try to use it sparingly, because I know the word has a lot of bad connotations now, but for me, I do use the term friend zone. Oh, yeah. I, I use that, too. And it's not in a bad way it's, it's more just, like it's, it's more to, like you know we're, we're at the point the of no return beard why i can't date him <laughs> it's basically like for me when i say friend zone it means that my relationship with someone is at the point of no return where i don't feel that i that it would be worth trying to date them and risk losing the friendship i i, I think anyone listening to this is gonna understand that i I, yeah. I think that the people that you're trying to explain this to right now aren't going to get it regardless. Yeah, so I know. It, I know. I, I, I agree with you, and I... Oh, I, no, I, I, I know I'm just, what you mean. It's, and it's, it's sad. It's technically it's sad. redundant to anyone, you know, you fat, useless incel next beard. Wow. <laughs> I mean, there are people who just, like, as soon as they get friend zone, they're just like, it's not worth getting to know this person anymore. I get friend zone all the time when Zach calls me friend and I go, do you just friend zone me, bro? (laughs) (laughs) But it's sad. You know, you miss out on, like, having a great friendship. And those are... Uh, Those are... I I agree to an extent. I I think that if you're really looking for something romantic with someone, I, I don't necessarily think that there's anything wrong with backing off because I I just don't... I don't feel that click with you i wanted to go the other direction. yeah like for, for me i i don't like as long as you know if you've been friends for three years and then you won't date and so that's why you say fuck off well that that's a little bit petty but if it's if that's been the whole thing the entire time and in the end you know i just want to be friends i i really don't think that it's not okay to just say okay well i i just that's not what i'm looking for with you and that, yeah, that that's least, also fine like i'm, I'm can, speaking that's the thing like if you can part ways in a healthy way yeah and you can have that kind of healthy detachment about it yeah. then that's fine it's, no, it's I, like, I just wanted to make the distinction that, yeah like, oh, no, I was anytime gonna... your friend zone you need to stay friends no 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 yeah. i was gonna say uh, i'm speaking from a place where yeah, yeah, yeah. um I don't know if I've spoken about this on the podcast per se, but uh, I I am on the asexual spectrum. I'm demisexual. So I don't really experience sexual attraction to people that I don't have like a strong an emotional, emotional connection, connection to. So mm-hmm. that would require me to be like emotionally engaged in some sort of way as friends, as like whatever. Um, yeah, I'm... Like, I can find somebody objectively hot, but do I want to bone them? No. Yeah, that's fair. You know? Uh, um, and it was something that I, I did struggle with, like, in terms of, like, my sexuality as, like, bisexual, as, like, somebody who's kind of just uncomfortable otherwise. Like, like, I mean, I know you guys see me with jazz, and, like, we're affectionate, but, but, yeah, it, but it took like, me but we also, a long time to find that. Yeah. And it's, like, like, when you were growing up with that was, did you feel, like, frustrated at times where you're like i find i know i think this person is hot why don't i want to bang them i just i didn't really find any like i was kind of emotionally detached from a lot of people as like friends um i was very lonely (laughs) um but i um yeah so i just didn't really feel that 
towards anybody that I knew hmm. in high school. See, I did the, like, I had uh, self-image issues and, uh, in some ways, abandonment issues. So, because of that, it was like... self-image issues, so... Well, but that's the thing. Like, because of that, I essentially had the opposite reaction where I had too much sex. Hmm. And, like, sought sought it out for all the wrong reasons and Hmm. for, you know... It's just, it's, it's... I wouldn't say interesting, but it's it's weird how that self-image... Uh, like the commonality of that manifests in different ways between yeah yeah I was people. the same I like closed myself off because I I got hurt too many times so I was like I could close myself off I, I don't know I, just I didn't even bother I just I just didn't really think that anybody would be interested in like seeing the real me so I just do you guys do you guys feel like the the con or maybe not the concept but the obsession with virginity can do more harm than good sometimes yeah 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 i mean i didn't hundred billion million fulfillion percent yeah totally i mean it's it's part of why i kept myself closed off i didn't feel really attached to that that world of like it was you know a big thing in high school but i just i didn't feel it so i just didn't engage yeah that part of it i i i would say that like a very like huge chunk of people that I knew in high school and after uh, when talking about losing their virginity basically said yeah if I could do it all over again probably wouldn't have that time oh definitely not uh, I, I would say that that is far like that is the overwhelming majority compared to someone who was like and it was perfect, and I, I love them, and I, I'm just so happy. Oh, God, yeah. It was so perfect. Which, I mean, is, we all know that that's bullshit anyway, but... <laughs> that was me, uh, though. So we all know that that was bullshit anyway, <laughs> but, you know... That's how I felt. Uh, Since we're recording this, I'm going to keep all my jokes to myself. <laughs> no, no, go on. No, no, it's okay. You would, listen, you would not listen to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Did he also say it was perfect? I just wish her name was Steve. There it is. I would say my story, but But when I think back on it, it still like wasn't bad though. Okay, like my memory of it. Okay, okay. All all I'm saying is that what your your answers, if you could do it over again, probably different, right? Uh, both times, yeah. Okay, because I mean, for all intents and purposes, I lost my virginity twice. Okay, with a guy, with a guy, okay, okay, true, with a girl at uh, seventeen, and. Both times you say yes. Absolutely yes. How about you? You're going to bleep this out, right? Yes. I don't remember. So. Really? Yeah. So with that said, would you probably say yes? I would totally like. Why don't you, do you, were you drunk or you just don't remember? I was drunk and high. Okay, gotcha. Mm. So, so, so it's, yeah. it's a complete blank. Gotcha. Funny how many So we're just bleeping out that? this whole thing. Is, okay. <laughs> point, point is, would, would you say yeah? Uh, Adam, come like back to, in here. To do it all over again? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the the first time that that matters is the first time with the right person. I, I agree. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying no, that. No, but yeah. But the, yeah. The like, actual, sometimes like, it's not even the first time with the right person. Sometimes it's yeah. like you true, find the right person, true. but it takes a little while yeah, for you yeah. two to get each other's rhythm. Yeah, very true. So let, let's let's take uh, a little survey here. We have one yes, two yes, 
Take it or leave it? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I, I flip-flop back and forth about it whenever I think okay, about so it. Okay, so can I ask you a question? When yeah. you... Your first time... Yeah. Was the intent of your first time that you were really into the person or that you wanted to lose your virginity? Uh, no, I, I would say more the, uh, more the former. Okay. But, uh, I, I guess just, so that's, like, that's on... better than most. I can see why no, you go no, back and forth. Like, on, on reflection, I'm like, uh, I, you, okay, th- this is gonna sound weird, you know what it is. I, I believe that in my history there was someone else that it should have been, that it could have been, that I didn't. That's fair. Okay? Is that fair? Yeah. Um... It, I mean, it's I, always again, it's always like a if I knew then what I know now kind of situation. Coulda, coulda, woulda, shoulda, right? So because thirteen year old Adam and seventeen year old Adam, the thing they have in common is they were both fucking stupid, we were and that neither stupid. of them thought they were stupid at the time. Yeah, were. Um, <laughs> look, my point is is that two and a half out of four say yes. Yeah. No, it's definitely majority. I am not. I'm not. Surprised no, no, that. but but that's kind of my point is that like. Maybe if it wasn't such a, like, boy, you know, you're fucking virgin, bro. <laughs> fucking virgin. Like, you know. Is it more of a big deal for guys? Yes. I think yes. so, for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 Like, I, like there was, it was, like, meh for me. It was just whatever. Like, yeah. I was no, if, there was no pressure. Yeah. If no anything, I think sure. that maybe girls are pressured on the opposite end. Depending I think on with where girls, it's a lot more subtle too. Yeah, there's a lot of gossip a, if you think about well, it. Well, okay, there's well, a well, fine well. line, right? Like no, if you're I, too much, you're. Because I, I, I think because I remember like the in high school, the way guys and girls talked about it was very different. Like with guys, uh, I was always very quiet in high school, so people didn't people talked a lot around me just without noticing I was there. This all sounds really creepy, but because of that, it's like. I just heard gossip because I was literally right there. Okay. And so Watching like, them from behind a closet. I'm imagining, <laughs> I know you watched the first season of Glee, but whenever Will Schuster would like listen in on a guy singing in the guy's God. locker room, that like, it was right? more, episode, yeah. no, it was more like literally I'm sitting at a desk and two people sitting on either side of me are gossiping to each other and just completely ignoring the fact that there's literally someone sitting in between them. And then everybody left the room except for the one person. But it, it As was they like... were putting their books back into their bag, Adam just went up behind them and went. <sighs> <laughs> But when they turned around... Also, yes. He wasn't there. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Yes, I was, uh, I was the Phantom of Wexford. Uh, <laughs> no, but it, it was like the way guys would talk about it, it was bragging rights. Yeah. Bro. But when women Bro. would talk about it, I, it, it was, was like, always... It was like, oh my God, did you see It her? was whispered. When they she, would talk about yeah. themselves losing their virginity, it was whispered. Or it was like implied without being directly stated when they would talk about other girls having sex it was almost like it was a weird form of shaming yeah there's a lot of gossip at my high school because like oh, this one girl got pregnant twice so it was like oh, oh i had one oh no it was too. even like and one girl got a, chlamydia and of, spreading it around the school like we didn't have a lot of jesus season yeah, when i was in grade school, 10 that happened there was definitely like girls shaming each other for doing sexual things with guys yeah there was a girl who got caught giving uh somebody a bj in like the car in the parking lot but like 
it was like right in front of the gym, which had windows, so you yeah. could see it happening. That's so stupid. Yeah. So people were not so much shaming her, but so much yeah, shaming well, and the that's, stupidity that's the of the thing. Situation. Like, there's also like it's the difference between are you shaming someone for <laughs> having sex or are you shaming someone for being stupid and having sex without protection or sex in public. Like I remember when I, one of my shaming people for being stupid. When uh, so one of my good. good friends had sex for the first time, it was like, oh my god, gas! But like yeah. it was like so shocking. I don't know. I remember her telling, and it was like, oh my god, what? <laughs> I remember the first time I heard it was the also term. 14, though. I I remember the first time I heard the term boner in like grade four or five, and everybody's just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I remember. Huh. Uh, like, do, wait, wait, do you mean, like, Nicole. specifically boner, or do you mean, a, like, just the, general the, like idea of an erection? Like, the concept of an erection. Because well, it is an objectively funny word, no matter how old oh, you are. Oh, definitely. But it's like, I'm trying know. to... I don't know, I can't remember, really. Well, let's think, I'm actually trying to remember... Go, go look up Joker's boner. It's the funniest fucking Batman story ever written. Do you think, like, do you think it's as weird for... A girl to try and like understand the concept of uh, an erect penis at that age, that as it is for a guy to understand the concept of a vagina. No, it's way easier for us to understand the guy's concept. I think. Oh, well, phallic images everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the female reproductive system is complicated. Well, okay. Here, here's the I I Do agree I even with really that. Understand it now? And here's the thing. Exactly. I no, feel it's... like if you just like <laughs> look, you you know when you have a hose, okay? Yeah. It's all floppy and shit. If you turn the water on all the way, at least it gets, like, a little bit yeah. more stiff. I think it's at least... Right there, just out of the blue, I thought of something that you can at least equate it to. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I would equate... Yeah, it's like every Avengers movie when Chris Hemsworth comes on the screen. It's like, oh. About halfway? <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's weird is when uh... I look over and Zach is doing the exact same thing. He's like, oh, that's new. No, it's not. Chris Evans is a very handsome man. I said Chris Hemsworth, but it's also very true for Chris Evans. Oh, I thought you said Captain America, didn't you? No, no I said, said Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. I heard Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually, I'll admit though, it was Whoops. it was the the one time where I actually, because it was fairly normal yeah. to, considering how long they've been making Marvel movies. It The first time it surprised me in a long time was in Infinity War and Chris Evans comes on screen with the full beard and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, oh man. He looks oh, so good. He looks beard. so fucking yeah. good like that. Oh. Boy. How is it that like rough and tumble, I've been on the run from the law for yeah. two years, Steve Rogers still looks that hot. Mm. He's been I just man. want him to go like run his fingers through his hair. Yeah. Like uh it, although it's weird now, I'm so I'm so used to seeing him with a beard now that when I've seen a uh Avengers trail is that he doesn't have the beard, I'm just like Oh, your face looks... Your hair looks too big for your head. <laughs> oh, no. Do, do you know what's funny? I, I feel like... I feel like at my high school, I never really saw the whole, like, oh, like a girl didn't sleep with someone, you're a prude. And I, I, I feel like I never saw that. Uh, I don't know if I ever saw that. And I, I, I was with, like, quite... I hopped around quite a few different cliques. I don't, yeah. I, I don't remember ever. It wasn't, yeah. No, no I, I remember, like, yeah. I remember, like, shaming for having sex, but not so much for not having it. Yeah, yeah. I don't I think, think it was you, the prude thing. Well, I think if you did from, it, like, you just didn't small, talk about it, right? Yeah. There was, like, like was a me. small, like, religious clique at my school that was very much like that. But they mm. also shamed people for everything. Well, so, fuck them. Yeah. Uh, they also went to an arts high school. 
So they worked to rent. So like what, we had like the what most did they think openly, was going to happen? They, yeah. We had the most openly gay students of any high school in Scarborough. Yeah. They went to the wrong school. No, I, I went to. Well, you know, you already know I went to an arts high school as well. Yeah. Same shit. Um, okay, so in that case, uh, we're around the forty-five minute mark. So uh, I think we'll we'll move on to the uh, Q and A session uh, that we. Now, the last um, episode, you did ask us some questions, and they were some weird hypotheticals. Yeah, and you guys had shitty answers. Is this go- I thought my answer was very reasonable. I thought my answer was good. Uh, is this going to be another weird hypothetical question? No. This, okay. is, a, th- this is a real IRL real-life question. Uh, I do want to say one thing about your hypotheticals, though. Yeah. When I was editing the podcast and listening to them again, though weird, in hindsight, very creative. Oh, well, you thank that. you. Appreciate it. Uh, for creativity. Certainly not what I would expect any normal human to ask me ever. But Zach? Talking baby tattoo. Talking tattoo of myself as a baby on someone's ass. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. A um, photorealistic tattoo. You yeah. specified that. Did I say it was talking too? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was like your third layer. That was the like next. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was like Super Saiyan Zach's three. hypotheticals are like dreams. They just... <laughs> Like, new layers keep on getting added, and it just keeps on getting weirder and weirder. It's accurate. Um, so, th- this is going to be semi-related, uh, because this has been the overthought sex cast, apparently. Uh, Our second sex cast, actually. True. Yeah. True. This one was more um, porn, I think. I know, but I... Well, it's no, related. We, we it's it's about sex. sexuality. It's very sexy, right. And it I've been very sexy. candid about my sexuality, so... Sexy. It's going to be beeped yeah. a lot. Um, <laughs> so, uh... Have you, any of you, ever been caught, and if so, by whom? <laughs> you know that answer. Okay. <laughs> okay. I. Hmm. Now, now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna specify. You are that, that answer. <laughs> I'm gonna specify. Oh, I know that story. Never mind. That this could be considered uh, either being caught with another person or caught on your own how about that uh my i have a thing that's not caught but sort of like being caught here's the problem is that i'm trying like i'm struggling to think of one that i can actually talk about on the podcast (laughs) i'll say that my okay is it uh because the, the 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 most entertaining story to tell my mom doesn't know about Does she listen listen to to every episode? I don't know. I think she might. Okay, so how about... um, I really should know your mom's name. What's your mom's name? (sighs) I'm going to bleep her name. It, it, it's her, her okay well, okay okay yeah, then then oh my like, god okay i'm gonna adam, tell the story hang on, hang on so adam's mom now is your time to stop listening it, th- this is your chance okay there it's that's fair right yeah we've given plenty of time ample yeah. time i'm a i'm a 28 year old man okay I, I think we're he's been around the block He's my, been around some. I mean, I mean, wow. no, no. My my mom and me are at the point where we can talk about things as adults. So it's I, like okay. So okay. So I was detained by a security guard after I was caught having sex in a mall bathroom. Wow. Was the other person also detained? Yes, she was also detained. Okay. Was she hot? <laughs> yeah. How old were you? 
like teen or like twenties. Sixteen. Oh, okay. So okay, gotcha. Man, this makes my no, no, no. Like, wait, sorry, eighteen, eighteen. But still teen. So you're still still like. Wow, look yeah. at you, stud. I've only yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've only I've like I've only been with two women in that way, and of those two, she's the only one I don't regret because it was entirely like. You're there like, weren't any romantic feelings. Yeah, like I, I could get into that sort of thing. Yeah, we just thought it would be fun, and I mean, it uh, sounds like it was fun. The security guard found us, and let's be honest. Was like, he? Was he at least like? Was he like? Look, man, I gotta bring you in. But he detained us, and he was like, after about half an hour, he was like, "I'm gonna let you guys go, but you're not allowed to come back to this mall." Yeah, that that sounds. About Can you right. say what mall it was? After and have you been there since you fucking criminal? The original this was mall, last week. <laughs> well, no, the malls because the mall's been pretty much torn down entirely and rebuilt. So I don't mm. know if it still technically counts. All right. So technically, I'm not going to your mall. I followed your rules. I didn't. I went back there a few days later. Uh, <laughs> no, of course you did. I mean, but I, I never, know. I never oh, had okay. like after that, I. I never had uh, sex in public again. Okay. Or like anything close so to public. So that's fair. I don't and so that that was really the only one? Uh, it's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. I've been definitely okay. like caught after it happened, but uh, never yeah. during. Okay. If that makes sense. My, uh, which, I've never which been caught, but my grandma found a condom one time and that was awkward. Mm. It was used also. Oh. <laughs> It was in a coffee cup that was empty. And I was what? Like, Why wasn't it in the garbage? Yeah, you're no, like... the coffee cup was in the garbage, but then she was cleaning my room. Oh. Because she was nosy like that. She took the coffee cup out of the garbage, took the condom out, threw the condom away, and put the coffee cup on my She desk. touched it. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking disgusting. I know. And she never said anything to me about it. Wow. She never confronted me about it. What? But you knew she knew. Yeah, because I knew where it was. Hang on. Was that's there a it, that's exactly why cup? she yes. left the coffee cup. What? Yes, she wanted. She wanted just to know that she it knew. Was, yeah. So, so we used to put them in cans or like coffee cups or whatever, and then throw them away. Yeah, because you would expect that someone's not going to go in and look into your fucking used coffee cup that you God, throw out. That's like. Yeah. That's like one of the weirdest, most sadistic things that parents do, where they don't directly confront you about something. They just make sure that they that you know that they know, so they can psych you out. But I'll say this: at least she knows I'm being. I was being safe. Uh, wait until my story. Oh boy. Like she knew I was being safe, so I was no, like, it, it's the reverse. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have any stories. One time, my dad caught me playing The Sims and making my Sims woohoo, and he made me uninstall The Sims and hid my copy. Bullshit! Yeah, <laughs> you don't have any stories. <laughs> None that I can say on here. Did I tell your story? Uh, you might have heard it already. Okay. Well, um, you may have. I've asked you a lot of questions about your sex past. Okay. Well, anyway. Sex so uh, I've been caught uh, a total of four times. Wow. Uh, the By who? Uh, once by my dad. Yep. That was on my own. But that was masturbating. Yeah. Yeah. You so told me that. Uh, I was sitting there, you know. Does that half count? Well, no, I, I said I said that oh. it, it's either you on your own or oh, with okay. another person. So if you guys have stories about that, you need to tell them. Also, too. having so, met your dad, I don't, like, I'm assuming he didn't get mad or anything. It was just kind no, of No, of course not. Yeah. He was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, uh, so I, I was sitting in my room fucking, you know, watching Showcase at night. 
Oh uh, yeah. You know the the nice softcore porn. Oh man, they and some of it got real weird. Yo, the Emmanuel was the coolest shit. It was like Star Trek, but with banging. Yeah. It was awesome. Um. Anyway, uh, so I I'm sitting there watching whatever and. Uh, I full on have like my dick in my hand and my dad just like walks in. He never did that again, but yeah. I like, I don't know why you think he could do that in the first place. Cause he's a wiener. So uh. yeah, no, like, uh, I, I like, I remember not really knowing what to do, say, or how to process it. So I basically just like pulled up my pants and like, fell forward onto my bed until he left. <laughs> he just walked out. Nice. The next day, he's like, look, I don't know what I saw in there. I don't know what you were doing. I don't care, okay? But, you know, I should have I should have knocked, all right? Or He, like, said something along those lines. That's actually, I think that's actually a fairly healthy way to have that conversation with your kid about masturbation. Yeah. Because, like, you don't want to... I don't think any kid wants to have the whole, this is a perfectly natural thing. No, no, he, he was... No, no, he this was never like that. This is a beautiful thing. Sex is beautiful, yeah. okay? Because yeah. that's a lie. It's not. Sex is... It's ugly. Objectively <laughs> weird. And weird. But it's, you but, know. But, you know. So, uh, the next two times were by my brother. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's less awkward. Uh, you know something? I... God, he doesn't listen to this, but I, I would love to know if he were... I, I'm, I'm sure he does, but... Um, so... Wait, was it your youngest brother? No. Okay. Did he, did you, you caught him, though, too, right? Didn't you tell me that? We'll get to that. Because <laughs> oh, I... Be it as it may that he's caught me twice. Who boy, all right? Um, the man's a machine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> uh yeah no i was just like in my room you know having my moment and my brother goes zag it's dinner time i go okay i'm on my way and he proceeds to go into my room to say it's dinner time and i basically like you know the like uh it was the lamest fucking excuse ever. I, like, slammed my laptop shut and, like, bent, like, yep. like bent down yep. behind the bed. And I was like, get out! I was getting changed! Yep. And he left. There was one other time where he caught me and then ran and told my stepdad. And I remember hearing down the hall him just being like, just leave it alone. Like, just yep. forget about it. Like, yep. Uh... And, uh, speaking of, so, this final story, <laughs> Mom and Paul, uh, Paul's my stepdad, uh, this is your chance to <laughs> back away now. Yep. Uh, so, Sorry, I was, are, are you guys ready? Because here, here it comes. Three, two, one, you have nobody to blame but yourself. So, uh, I was intimate with my ex-girlfriend at my mom's house. We were in bed doing things, yep. like, midway through the act, and I, I don't understand why uh, Virginia and Paul had this thing, but uh, 
it goes, and then they'll open the door. <laughs> yeah. That like you they know, yeah, no, that okay. Uh, so it was again fucking dinner time. Apparently, just fucks me. Uh, so you get for having sex at five thirty. I. So we hear, and all I could think of to do was to take the blankets with you know the lights on and everything throw them over uh my girlfriend at the time and i and just make like we were sleeping subtle you know while brain is not smart brain things may have still been in things at the time yeah and so my stepdad opens the door and is like i i like kind of look up and i'm like what and he's like uh, it's dinner time. I was like, oh, okay, okay. And, like, kind of just, like, rolling back down. And then, you know, hear the click of the door. He's never made any sort of allusion to it that I've ever noticed, but... So, wait, only he saw it. Your mom didn't. No. Yeah, it was just him. Like, he's not an idiot. Like, I'm sure he knew to end this podcast off let's all make each other feel much better from this final story there but is... in an ethical way right? yeah 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 uh because i i've just remembered uh someone that i do know uh was caught dead to rights in their living room with their grandma sitting a couch right next to them huh so, what? if you ever feel like, you know, you getting caught was bad, how about you just think of that? I would so. rather not. Well, thank you. Uh, and on that note... <sighs> this podcast is not a crook. Uh, I'm sorry to Virginia. Uh, <laughs> Zach continuing his tradition of uh, long dead presidents. Haroo! <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? That's a good place to end it. That's a good place. <laughs>